15 seconds and I'm going to start us. Oh, hold on. I forgot my drink. Oh, damn it. I don't want to be here. I don't know anybody. I don't care. Peter Piper picked a peck of pickled peppers. Peter Piper picked a peck of pickled peckers. He picked the peckers on purpose. Yeah, I'm with you guys. I got. Oh, I don't have my recording on. Recording. Okay. Oops. Tech tips with Tony. DTT. Welcome to the XYZ Podcast. I'm Millennial Producer Tony. Joining me, as always, is Gen X Brian. Good evening, everyone. And Gen Z Winston. Ready? I'm about to do my best impression of Brian. Hello, everybody. <laughs> That's so bad. <laughs> I could, what it do? What that? <laughs> there we go. What it do? Ooh, it's yeah. a reverse. What's going on? Right. I, could, I could never say that with a straight face. What do you mean? What it do? What it do. Yes. <laughs> I don't think anybody would ever, no matter how I said it, I don't think anybody would ever take me seriously All right. as a convincing what it do. One you, thing I did wanted to ask you in the, in the, this will make me sound like an ancient old person, but. Oh uh, Isn't that the whole point of the show? Well, kind of. <laughs> this is for the older folks. This is the, the old folks guide to Gen Z slang portion of the show. Dap, dap me up, dap it up. What is, yeah. what is the dap? Okay. Hold on. It's some it's some sort of fist bump. Is that a dab? No, a dab is like when you like shake hand. Again, this is this is a visual podcast. I mean, we should be we should have been a visual podcast. I didn't realize this had like it, hand choreography. It is because when you say dab me up, two people <laughs> are gonna clap their hand against each other and then they're gonna slide their palm until it's the finger mm-hmm. part touching each other, and then they would close it and then they would shake on it. That's dapping it up. Dabbing it up is also effective way to pass COVID from one person to another. Yeah, but that's, that's... rub your hands on as much surface area of my arm as possible. Squeeze yeah. it yeah. and just smash the germs in the finger crevices, yeah. and then okay, all right. But dabbing up can also be like where <laughs> you just palming each other hand like this and like dabbing each other, uh, shaking each other's hand. Like that's just the way the kids do it. So it's a I can't wait. Down high five. Is that it? Yeah, pretty much. No, it's it's half high five, half handshake. That's what it is. And I'm like, I can't wait till when like handshakes go away and dab become like the official like greeting. So you go to like a freaking job interview. Yo, what up, dog? And you just like, (laughs) yeah. Thank you for taking the time to meet with me. (laughs) Me walking in uh, on a job interview. What it do? I, uh, I definitely am. I wasn't a germaphobe, but definitely post COVID, I'm 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 leery of handshakes. And I used to, you know, I would always handshake. But do you just fist um, bump people? I do. I'm I'm not a fist bump. I mean, I will fist someone back. Fist pump someone. I will fist someone back. Okay, jeez, <laughs> that will be edited out. Um, I want that clipped. And yeah, keep me. it in. <laughs> I will fist bump someone. <laughs> My goodness. Oh, but I, w- I would I would not be the initiator of a fist bump. I feel like I'm too old to be fist bumping people. I don't know. That's just that you, seems you like look a like, younger man's game. You look like um what's his name? The dude that's like, uh, how do you do, fellow kids? While holding yes, lady. Yeah, yes. What's, oh, what's I was gonna name? say Brian mentioned it's... being ben, mentioned being a germaphobe, and I went, hey, you got the Howie Mandel look going. <laughs> <laughs> that's oh, true good. i'm not super but it's just i'm aware of it now so the handshake mm. and in the but i have definitely noticed the fist bump becoming more prevalent at least in the 
people I run into. But okay, people so that, can we go? Can we can we try it? The '90s MLB just forearm smash. They still oh, do that ew. on, on ice. Do? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know, I, it's you great. know what I do? You know I do that when my hand is like I had just washed my hand. I'll be like, oh yeah, I'm trying to dab you up, but my hand sweats. So <laughs> that's that's what we always end up doing. Okay, it's, so that's different from dabbing, right? That was sweeping the nation, the middle schools years ago. No, dab- that's a different dabbing. That dabbing dab and dabbing each and other dab. up. Yeah. yeah. Dabbing is dabbing each other's hand, and then dabbing is doing that. Like all so one's little... with a P, one's with a B? Yeah. Okay. The B is the one with the head and the hands yeah. in the air kind of dance. I, this is such a like this is so bad to do it in like an audio <laughs> format, you know? Like it's just it's awful. I didn't realize I just I thought I thought this will go on the socials later. I'll make sure we've got visuals. <laughs> yeah. Uh, right. <laughs> okay. It's so bad, bad. Bad start to the show. All right. So uh, second thing I wanted to bring up that just made me shake my head out of the youth of today. Was at the coast this weekend at the beach for a wedding and literally walking through the downtown area, mm-hmm. like the main street area. My wife and I hear this girl walking out. Of, I don't know if she's coming out of a restaurant or whatever. She's on her phone FaceTiming because, of course, right, you know, walking down the street, speaking loudly. And all we hear as she passes us, she's like, oh, yeah, it was definitely Instagrammable. It's super cute. And then she was out of earshot. And I was just we just looked at each other like that was that was like a caricature of what I I hope people really aren't like, but that right. just happened. Here's my question though: Was she like around my age, or was she around Tony's age? Because uh, younger, too... younger, younger uh, than me. Yeah, yeah, probably really? college, early college. If I had to oh, guess. Oh man. I'm, okay, I, so I, you're like I, 18, 19 ish. I don't know. I've told you, I could no longer discern that's the ages fair. of people. <laughs> I have no idea how old anybody is. You know. Oh, that's fair. Yeah, but yeah, I, I would say I would say maybe late, late early twenties. Let's put it. Let's put, she it, does, let's put it baseline of twenty. Right. How about that? But she does sound very like like a character you would pull out of like a TV. But yeah, show my imitation yeah. like that was not me putting. That's actually like the best imitation of what happened. And we just looked at each other and we're like, oh man. You know what's so funny though? Like it's <laughs> that I can't even lie because that's so almost like second nature. To, to us like i do it too i would take do you a photo say it do you verbalize it this place is i don't instagramable. that sounds i don't so say stupid. instagrammable but i'll be like oh this is like this is good to upload or this is like you should upload this if i'm talking to somebody else you know do you mean? say for the gram no that's <laughs> thank that's something that's that's you people your all, age all words all words and phrases i hate yeah <sighs> that's Unless a millennial thing i don't think i don't <laughs> think anybody say for the gram anymore good yeah yeah that's drug disgusting. Like drug dealers? Yeah. Well, why would they post their old contraband on the internet? <laughs> Wait, funny enough, did we ever talk about that? Like, did we ever talk about me getting banned on Snapchat? Good segue. Um, we talked about how it's not a good idea for say drug dealers and stuff to post their contraband on Instagram. But I mean no, they do anyway. That, right? Don't that's, say that yeah. seems like an obvious thing. Yeah, to, but you know, you know. But how else are they gonna get their you know, merch out there or <laughs> not merch, but if if you if if you if you deliver yeah, the their product. cocaine hoodies and their, <laughs> their crack socks, how are they getting the merch out? <laughs> well they gotta advertise some way, right? It's right. the same yeah. way we're trying to advertise ourselves, right? But it's like how do you generally do it? it was yeah, generally it was word of mouth. <laughs> it's well that's back in the day, okay? This back is, in the day. Is, yeah, We've this is the modern more advanced age. and stupider at the same time. Yeah, exactly. High tech streets, Brian. High tech streets. <laughs> <laughs> so so anyway, um 
so I, I've seen enough of those posts in my day as a as a teenager where I'm like, oh, that's this is what a drug dealer would say when they post their drugs and stuff on the Internet. Really? OK, let me stop you right there. So I do remember hearing this mm-hmm. like and I, I had a hard time believing it was like, wow, these people must be really stupid to just like post like drugs for sale on Snapchat. But yeah. there were several stories of like kids, mo- you know, moms who found out that their kid bought drugs off Snapchat. Yeah. So that did happen. Yeah, you're just scrolling much. Snapchat, looking at your, I don't know, what were you, SpongeBob age? So, I'm not sure what you were looking at on Snapchat at that so, point. So, no, so it, it would have been somebody that your friend would, so somebody your friend would would happen to be a drug dealer, and they'll take a, they'll take either a photo or a video of some, say, marijuana or something, and they'll post it along with a caption like, oh, hit me up, I got that good gas on me, something along that line, right? That and, seems incredibly dumb. Well, yes, but also <laughs> no, because back in the day, they didn't monitor Snapchat at all. Like people were able to just post whatever they want on there. The Wild um, West days, huh? Pretty much. And so anyway, I've seen enough of those posts to know what it is that they always put in these captions, right? So it's always something along the line of, you know, I got that good gas on me. I got that exotic hit me up. And it's always like the the gas tank emoji and like fire emoji and all that. <laughs> so I was, uh, I would say I was about 20 or 21. This is, this is rather recent, like maybe a year or two ago. I went to Austin to visit my, my family. And so we were staying at my aunt house and my cousin were there and we were hanging out. And there was a bag of like, it was almost like caramel popcorn is what it was. And I remember eating them. I'm like, oh my God, this is so good. It's almost like a drug. So I was in my head, I'm like, this is a great idea. I'm going to make a, I'm going to make a funny Snapchat. So I recorded <laughs> myself opening up the like the popcorn bag and putting my hand in and I scoop up like a handful of like popcorn and it was like trickling down out of my hand and I'm like yeah you know I got a good gas on me hit me up and stuff like that <laughs> just like a drug dealer would but it's literally just popcorn right I I upload it I'm like all right whatever when I went on and hang out with my family whatever and I'm like hours and hours went by I got in bed I'm like Huh, why did nobody respond to my Snapchat? That was pretty funny. I would expect at least one laugh, right? I opened my Snapchat and it was like, you're not logged in. I was like, that's weird. So I tried logging in. So I put my account name and password in and they're like, yeah, we have actually banned you. And I was like, why? And so I got no email notification, no nothing. And I was just like, what the heck is that? So it was like having trouble logging in or whatever. So I clicked that. And long story short, I, I went through the whole process and they're like, yeah, we banned you for um, selling drugs on, on on Snapchat stories. And I was just like, I wasn't even selling drugs. It was literally just popcorn. But oh, I, I did do some research into it and read it and all that. And apparently uh, because Snapchat had decided to go onto the stock market and they went public or whatever, they had to monitor and control the content that's being turned out on their oh, platform. Wow. So then they have implemented an AI to kind of just look through every yeah moderate everybody's snapchat which is insane by the way that they can just see whatever you said whatever you pose and i guess they're picking up keywords and whatnot yeah Yeah. and so i guess because (laughs) i put you know i got that gas on me that exotic on me those are keywords that are being hit and it was to the point where i'm like well worst case scenario i'll just make a new snapchat they're like nope uh we actually banned your device so you're not allowed to make a snapchat at all and i was like all right. So I, I had to get rid of Snapchat. <laughs> they know, man. They yeah. know where you go. That's that's crazy. That's yeah. Was, was it, a, it was a permaban? It was a permaban. Well, it was a device ban. So I'm sure I can make a Snapchat now, but I'm just like, 
I don't know, I'm man. 20. If it's tied to your email, they might still probably. I, I, I mean, I could make a different email. It's whatever. <laughs> That's but a it's, lot of work. For not not make a different email. I have different email yeah. I could use, but I'm just like, I'm a 24 year old man. I, there's no point of me being on Snapchat anymore. Like it's that's something I used when I was in high school. The only thing I'm upset about getting banned was losing all of the memories I had saved on my <laughs> Snapchat. So I had so many like photos and video going all the way back to when I was in high school that was still on there. And I lost all of that. Well, so I was just like, same. well, shit. Yeah. That's, that's what my... happens when you sell drugs, Winston. I that, know, right? That's my concern with digital media nowadays. Mm -hmm. I have a ton of pictures on Facebook mm -hmm. going back to high school. Mm -hmm. And like all of my college pictures and stuff are on there. Things while I was dating my wife, our engagement, wedding photos, things after that. If something would happen to Facebook and all of that went away, it's just gone. Back yeah. up your account now. It's just think, gone. You can yeah, do that. But the same thing. You can download but all same, your stuff, but who cares? But right? Winston will will agree with me here. Physical media for video games mm -hmm. is almost non-existent now. Like even yeah. if you were to go buy a physical copy of a game, oftentimes it's a disc that facilitates a download. No, it's all. It would be a disc case with a downloadable code on the inside. Yeah, like, and then it's like a hundred and twenty gig download, and you're like, well, yeah. then why did I get the freaking? Why did I buy this? I can go play my right. Super Nintendo games, no problem. I but just, I've got a physical cartridge. Well, yeah. here's, here's one thing I just saw. Hang on, Tony. Mm -hmm. Do you still have Atari Twenty Six Hundred cartridges? Do you, I know you have your? Oh yeah, uh, your Atari. I got all. I got. I got like this binder and a whole. Oh man, that's that's it. there's a binder. That's the white thing, and then the wood paneled thing is <laughs> where the console sits in, and underneath it's full of, I would say, thirty to forty games. Oh, that's, that's fantastic! I just saw yeah. they're 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 releasing the Atari Twenty Six Hundred Plus. Oh, I saw that with all you the games, this? right? Yeah, yeah. Well, you, get, you get ten. You get a you get a, oh. you get a you get one cartridge with ten games, ten classic games on it. HDMI outs in the back, but the the whole thing is that what actually plays the old twenty six hundred cartridges. Oh, it you can does. put in your yes, yeah. you can put in your old games and play them. That might be sick. worth picking up for me. Then, see, I don't yeah. know why. I mean, out of all, uh, all of us, why am I the one who knows about this? You guys, because are the gamers. I never grew up with a. That's Atari true. You have no love for the the twenty six hundred. Yeah, I, yes. I don't. Yeah, I grew up with a PlayStation. That was my intro to modern gaming. But I was gonna say though, I was expressing to my friends that I wanted to buy the new Spider Man game that's coming out for the PlayStation Five. Take in, I don't have a PlayStation 5 yet. But I was <laughs> I like, buy the new PlayStation 5 and then also purchase the Spider-Man game. Yeah. So I was like, I'm just gonna buy the game first and then I can go and get it after. Because the collector edition have this really cool statue of Venom and Spider-Man. And it's 19 inch, it's huge or whatnot. And it's like, yeah, Spiders, you Spider's Man. Spider's Man, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Spider's um, Man. There's so in the collector edition, you get the 19 inch statue. You get a steel case display box and you get some stuff for inside a game. And so you're like, oh, I should get a disc, right? Because there's a steel case display case. There's nope. No disc. no disc. They're like, we'll give you a code for it. What the fuck is the point of giving me the case if I can't have the disc with it? Yep. Oh, that's so weird. Exactly. So you're paying, you, you end up paying $240 ish for a, essentially a, a figure. And I'm just like, yeah, that's, that's just so for the game. Yeah. What a game? $40 for the game. Well, it's a collector edition, right? It's the game and then all the cosmetic stuff that's included in the game. Right. And then it's also... not the console as well. No. It's the game and all its attached yeah. toys. Oh, my yep. gosh, man. Yeah. It's ridiculous. End of July of next year, Microsoft is shutting down the Xbox 360 store and marketplace. Which a 360, I mean, to be fair, there's not a lot of people using a 360 anymore, yeah. but it, they still physically connect to the internet. Mm. But Microsoft's just going... All your stuff will be gone. 
Dang, and so people can't had, even transfer? I mean, think of the lifespan of the 360. It's 15 years Yeah. before people really migrated over to the Xbox One. Yeah. And it's just like, all right, well, there's 10 to 15 years worth of games that people may have bought that <laughs> you just don't have anymore. Now, there's that was still more in the area of physical games. But if you were trying to be an early adopter with digital things, it's just like gone. <laughs> You guys, all your all your bases are belong to us. Exactly. <laughs> you have no more games. Oh wow, that sucks. Yeah. yeah. Would you go back to using a Walkman? <sighs> no, no. If they just... if they made like a modern version of a Walkman, would you use it? They have your phone. I mean, you get your phone and your no, headphones. That was no, the no, no. I'm talking about the Sony Walkman itself. I had the yellow, the Sony Sports Walkman, the yellow yeah. one. Yeah. When that thing came out, it was like the coolest thing. I mean, I loved that thing because, yeah, suddenly you could take your music every. That was really right. other than, you know, carrying around a a radio or jam boxes, as we called them back then. Boom boxes, too. The right? Boom boxes. That was in the breakdancing era. Yeah. Um, as, as, as breakdancing trickled out to the suburbs <laughs> of Chicago and Indiana. <laughs> Little white kids everywhere wanting to know how to break dance. I was one of them. Mm -hmm. You know, right. this 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 tracks with the uh just past the Michael Jackson era, uh, yeah. the Jackson jacket <laughs> era is the break dancing, you know, bust out a piece of cardboard era. Oh god. I gotta I gotta circle back around to this Atari plus. <laughs> you just looked it up. Just, Tony's like, I, I know what I want for I Christmas. Went, oh my I might have one soon. Yeah. Is it a hundred bucks? Um, 130 bucks okay yeah and I, I but it figured, does I mean, play it does Kong's. play 2600 and 7800 games yeah oh, and cool. i didn't know what, what was the 7800 obviously the it was just the next generation was of it, it better graphics i don't think it was better graphics i think it was just better hardware okay yeah so the atari 2600 the first one that like so many kids in the 80s had you know, right. and then that brought the arcade into your house. And then I'm just I chuckle because it has an HDMI cable to it. And I went for what? Like, it's I just, understand that's it, the only way to connect to a right, TV now, it. but it's just it's insane to say you Atari a, 2600 yeah. and HDMI, HDMI connection to it is just yeah. stupid. You need high definition 8-bit graphics. <laughs> but I want to I want to <clears> go through the games that come on the the 10 in one cartridge. Yeah, and see how many Winston knows. <laughs> oh, geez. I would, okay. Why well, Winston says how many he knows? I'll tell you how many I played because okay. I was All I right. was an early adopter or just an adopter. I mean, there was no early. It was just like when the Atari twenty six hundred came out. I was able to get one, and I was super stoked about it. The oh, first cool. two, Winston's gonna have a laugh. Okay, because the first game is simply called Adventure. <laughs> Oh, I, you know what? You know what? I know a ton about that game, actually. Like, I'm not even joking. They made really? a cartoon, oh, I, and he's got this dog with stretchy arms. All I know about Adventure it was it was that game that was played in Ready Player One as the last mission to get the key. Okay. Oh, yeah. good reference. Right? Okay. That, no, very nice. Yeah. And but so, again, I, yeah. I love when Winston knows about something. It's through alternate means. It's not <laughs> through the original means, but it's through yeah. alternate means. And I do I do like that, though. Yeah. It's, so it's you have, somehow. Did you have adventure, Brian? I did not. What about combat? Yes, absolutely. Combat. had combat. Com played Ex the heck out of combat. Explain combat. It's... That's not like Contra, is it? Where no. You know, like, oh, <laughs> no, no. Much, more much less advanced. Yeah. Okay. Right. This is the one with the tanks. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, you're you're literally in tanks on one side of the screen, and you, I believe there's barricades, and there's somebody in tanks on the other side of the screen, and you just try and shoot each other in the tanks. Oh, so it's a multiplayer. The barricades and stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Two player. I mean, that was the mm -hmm. that was what was cool about Atari is you had two player. Well, I mean, you had multiplayer options. Yeah. All right. What's the Ex third game? Dodge them. 
Is that like a dodgeball game? Sounds like <laughs> it would be, but that one I don't remember as well, but I do remember playing it and loving it. If if I remember it was things being chucked at you and you moved out of the way. I think, you know, these are very high level concepts. <laughs> <laughs> Shoot the thing, move out of the way of the thing. Right. It looks like thing. a very, imagine a very rudimentary Pac-Man map. Like it's just square hallways and uh-huh. you were just avoiding things while collecting yeah. <laughs> stuff in the, yes. in the hallways. You were right. dodging them. <laughs> yeah. Um, Haunted House. Oh, that's the Disney, the Disney park ride, right? Nope, this is just a house. It's not a mansion. This is a much much smaller, smaller establishment. Uh, I I don't remember a ton about it, but I do remember playing that. The first more recognizable one, I would say, this one, I definitely played Missile Command. Mm -hmm. Did that predate Space Invaders? Ooh, was Space Invader on the Atari 2600? Or was that it out was, ass? but uh, but I believe like those so Space Invaders, Asteroids, Ms. Pac-Man, those were I think owned by like Bally Midway perhaps. I don't think Atari owned them outright. I think those were licensed properties. So Missile Command was uh, these are all going to be first party titles because Atari yeah. still is doing this. Oh, so it, Atari uh, made them, right? Yeah. Atari yeah. Atari made Space or Missile Command. Space Invaders was 78. Missile Command was 80. Oh, um, okay. And this was developed by Midway Bally. So Missile Command is just a bootleg Space Bootleg Invader. Space Invaders. There you go. Uh, they're, they're separate games. Like Space Invaders has I mean, your different block of for aliens sure. that come down and you shoot from the... You're so still was shooting just... things out of the sky. It's just at a different yeah, angle. Yeah, you are. That's true. Yeah. yeah. So, okay, what else you got? Yeah. You got Real Sports, Volleyball, Surround... Yars Revenge? Revenge. Oh, Yars Revenge. I remember that. Yeah. What's that one? That was also like instead of spaceships, it was bugs, right? That's funny, man. I've yes. not thought about these things since the 80s. Like, this is 100% <laughs> being recalled from, like, my kid mind playing That's Atari. so funny. I, I guarantee you, I've not thought of Yars Revenge since probably, what, 1982 when it came out or 80. <laughs> I don't know. My favorite of this 10. Oh, is it E.T.? <laughs> nope, nope, they are definitely not renewing ET. Video pinball. Ah, oh, yeah. so it's just a pinball? Arcade it's a rudimentary pinball. Uh, was Tetris on the Atari? That, that was later Game Boy era. Game Boy and the NES. Oh, okay. Watch the movie. It explains it perfectly. Like I've, seen, I've, seen like, I've seen like two clips of it on like TikTok. And I also listened to the soundtrack because like, it's, it's, it's good. good. So, it's yeah. good. The um, Russians gave us Tetris. None of these would be what I consider best games on Atari. So, no. Brian, I got to ask, what was your favorite Atari game? Immediately comes to mind Pitfall. Pitfall oh, you talked great. about this before, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I just remember spending a lot of time playing Pitfall. Um, Pitfall uh, was the, um, the one where you're kind of like Tarzan, right? Where you mm-hmm. keep swinging between vines. Mm-hmm. Gotcha, yeah. But just like anybody, I mean, I I played a lot of Pac-Man. I mean, the country had Pac-Man fever. They even had a song called Pac-Man Fever. Oh, God. When Pac-Man hit, it was it was <laughs> getting news stories. 
The country has Pac-Man fever as everyone goes crazy for the latest video game craze or whatever. And then it came out on Atari and everyone went, the home version sucks. They didn't put enough effort into it. It's bad. Oh, really? It was a bad port? Ms. Pac-Man was better on Atari than Pac-Man was. You would think they would. The game was so small. You'd think they would too, but I think... No, Ms. Pac-Man eclipsed it. I think Pac-Man blew up so quickly that they tried to get it ported over to home consoles for probably the holiday season and um, it just they rushed it is my Roger. understanding and i completely you know, like completely now. off there so what's yeah. the difference between miss <laughs> pac-man and regular pac-man the bow miss pac-man is actually a bit faster miss pac-man's a bit faster the the maze configurations worked a little better than they did in pac-man it's they're very similar but they're different enough right and they gave a little more storyline between the levels and stuff but again you know story and i played storylines you'd get like Mm -hmm. after you after you complete a level you get a little scene that sort of as you're progressing on through the levels you're trying to figure i don't even i never i I never won ms pac-man but but i never knew there was a story to ms pac-man yeah loosely but yeah that's yeah, cool. most of my Pac-Man was played uh, I, I almost exclusively at Pizza Hut because they always had the <laughs> oh, table. The flat they, table? They had the tabletop, mm-hmm. uh, Ms. Pac-Man. I mean, it was great. But yeah, it the arcade joysticks did not translate to the at-home console joysticks, so it was a little bit harder. Before mm. before I go into mine, I've got to ask Winston a question then. Winston, what's, what's if my you were... favorite Atari game? <laughs> no, I'm not, not dumb enough to ask that. Um <laughs> If you were at an arcade and somebody uh-huh. came up behind you and put a quarter down on the machine, what does that signify? <laughs> they put a quarter down or like they put it in the Like game. you're in the middle of playing a game. You're and playing, they, yeah. They put a quarter on the corner of the screen. Uh-huh. What are they doing? Well, first thing is I'm going to be like, damn, bro, you trying to kiss or what? <laughs> <laughs> it's not a kissing booth. No, um... I don't know. Does that mean they got next? Yep. I feel like that does. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. That was They're how. You, this is yeah. my quarter. I'm next in line for this. Yeah. I'm next ah. in line. That's how. That's how you locked in your next in line status. But even if I have more quarters, I have to give it up because he put a quarter down. It was proper yeah. etiquette that once you got a game over, you would seed the machine to the, the next, next player. player in line. So yeah. what if I put more quarters on the corner of the screen? It wasn't about that. that. It was about you had one play. Oh, okay. It was okay. just like, the unspoken had, yeah. role. You probably yeah. got punched if you tried. <laughs> if somebody had come up and slug you. That's pretty. That's pretty fucked up. <laughs> that's but hilarious. No, it was though. a good. It was a good system. It was like no, that's fair. Play, yeah, you know that. That's what drove you to be better. Is like I'm getting all this play out of my one quarter. Yeah, right. That was right. the. That was kind of the the mentality. The better you got at the game, the more value you got for your quarter play. <laughs> yeah, and that's the thing though. Like I wish I kind of grew up like you guys where you were able to play like the cool arcade games and not like rake for tickets like the mm-hmm. one that they have now the one that they have now are so awful it's just like it's nothing fun that's why i don't ever go to the arcade anymore rigged for tickets well yeah, it's it's an mainly an just quote, for tickets on arcade uh, anymore it's like a dave and busters and it's, that's what i mean yeah they're yeah. trying to keep the arcade relevant mm-hmm. but if you want a good arcade experience you got to go find an old probably grungy arcade somewhere that is just mm. full of all old games right no, i will if tell you not, this if it's I... not an arcade cabinet or a pinball table it, you're in the wrong place no they there are but they've turned them into bars it's there's true. one oh, in atlanta where it's they have joystick we, yeah we went to this awesome one in nashville 
I believe it was called 8-Bit. And you went in, you could get food. I mean, it was like a bar, but in addition to the bar, they had tons of retro video games, yeah. and they were free. You didn't have to put quarters in. You That's just got, freaking you, sick. You could go around and play. So we played. So how video do you games get next? Night. <laughs> it's it's laid back enough that I don't think. I think it was like if you. Yeah. I think it reverted to the standing in line. That's funny that you say that because oh, I also okay. went to one when I was uh, up near Chicago. There was one on the Indiana side we went to. Same thing. It was a bar. Mm-hmm. They had really good beers, and then yeah. you that one you had to use quarters though. You had to get quarters and go old arcade style. But I do believe mm. like you just stand in line if to signify I'd like to play this game next. But there right. was enough games in this one in Indiana where it was like a whole. There was probably like ten pinball machines. And then walls of games. Yeah. So um, yeah, it's uh, there's still places to go if you if you want that experience. But yeah, you gotta I, seek it out. Next that's... time you're in Austin, there's a place called there's a few places called Pinballs. You oh, can check okay. those. I went to and it was great because it was just exactly what I said. It was this dark, grungy building full of arcade <laughs> stuff. Did they sell beers? Ah, uh, I I believe they did. It was like a family fun center. Type you're gonna place, pay so extra, and they'll take you down to the basement with a keyboard <laughs> of mead. Yeah, there's no the, beer, just mead. <laughs> it was this place on the south side in Pittsburgh. It was called Games and That. Games and That. Games and That. Oh yeah, Games and That. That's hilarious. Great. I would love it. I was gonna say I always enjoy like playing like fighting games on the arcade mm-hmm. machine. Like, those are fun. And that's what, like, I think the closest thing I got to was going to round one here in Atlanta, and they would have, like, a whole section just for fighting games. So me and my roommates, we would play um, Street Fighter. Street Fighter, Mortal Kombat was great. Mortal and then Kombat you got the old one. the old side-scrolling beat-em-up games. Oh, so yeah, Streets yes. of Rage, yeah. Ninja Turtles. Ninja Turtles. Ninja Turtles. Ninja Turtles. Ninja yeah. What's this that? arcade I went to in Indiana had the Simpsons. I played the Simpsons. The Simpsons? That was it was That's fun. A good one. Oh, Is that like page. a beat 'em up? It's uh, like kind of. I mean, how would you describe the Simpsons? It's weird. No, I, mean, I would describe the cartoon as a as a beat 'em up. It's as a beat 'em up. Like, okay. Like the Ninja Turtles ones, where you mm-hmm. you picked a turtle, you walked down the street, and enemies you would come at you from people. sides yeah. and stuff, and you just punch yeah. them. Have but, they contributed to your child violence? I mean, were you? <laughs> I mean, Call of Duty and GTA did, but yeah, probably more so. Yeah, which is insane because I had no business playing those games at eight year old. But again, that's why I'm so like desensitized to these things, right? It's just like we we grew up a little too fast, uh, like people my age at least. You're eight. Oh, here's a here's here's a game where you get guns and you just shoot people, and then everyone just like, oh, it's normal. Was you this know? before the video game rating? When did that happen? Well, there's like there's there's always been video game rating. We just I don't think so. Sarah has not. No, Ms. Oh, really? Ms. Ms. Pac-Man did not come with a rating. No, I mean like it would have been rated E for everyone. <laughs> well, I'm talking about like Call of Duty and GTA and stuff. When I was like, what are those them. rated? I don't know what video game ratings M. are. M. M for mature. Yeah. What are the video game ratings? E for e everyone. E for everyone. T for teen. M for mature. And there's another teen or one. Team. Teen. Teens. Teens. Teenagers. Teens. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then M for mature. That's it. Yeah, M for so mature. There was, and there's RP, which is rating pending. Oh, right. RP 17 plus, which means it's most likely going to be mature. E 10 plus. That's for 10 oh, people. Yeah, 10 years old. Oh, yeah. M for mature, which is 17 plus, and AO for adults only. AO. AO. <laughs> That's poor. They also have a retired rating, which they don't use anymore, which is EC for early childhood. <laughs> They're but like, wait, we can't all, really be that obvious that these we're all to... started in 1994 due to games, games like Doom. Oh, and especially like the whole court case that started this was because of Mortal Kombat. Oh, that's oh, right. Yeah, yeah. It, Mortal it Kombat was so, violent. Was, yeah. was so bloody, and yeah. it was such a controversy for 
the Sega Genesis that whenever the Nintendo version came out, they used green instead of green red blood? for the blood. So it was uh, less violent. Yeah, yeah. Although like like that was fooling anybody. Right. So 94 but... is when video game uh, ratings came into being. The mm-hmm. formation of the Entertainment Software Rating Board started in September of 1994. A offshoot yeah. of the Homeowners Association. <laughs> <laughs> I feel, I, just you know what's funny? <laughs> I really think I thought all those times, and again, I'm not a video game guy, so I wasn't really paying attention to game commercials. I thought it was rated T for teams. I thought it was always saying teams, like it was no. a, that was a, that was a, you know, you had to get a team to play that game. Oh yeah, because E is for everyone. Everyone can play together. Right, <laughs> but, but teams, team, you're gonna play teams, in teams. You have to you get a team, and you have to cooperate with your teammates to go take on a village. What is what does M stand for, Ned Brian? No, I knew M was for mature. <laughs> that was uh, mature ladies in your area looking to meet you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. I gotta yeah. I gotta get my games in before we move on. Coming as no surprise to people who know me, there was a Journey Escape game. Oh, I remember that. And it played also a pinball machine. Eight bit version of Don't Stop Believing. And you like <laughs> ran up the screen and dodged groupies and security gates trying to make it to the concert. Oh my great. gosh, that's awesome. It's so good. I will be locating the 8-bit version of Don't Stop Believing. That's awesome. I didn't I, realize listen, if, that that if was I hooked a video it, game. If I, if I hooked it up, I've got a copy. Ah. <laughs> I do own a copy of Journey. I feel State. like I feel like after we we finish up, you're gonna pull down your Atari and just plug it up and just play it from the start. That's oh man, that's a lot of that's like I got a that's a whole thing. I'll record oh, it. it, it'll go up on our socials. Yeah. Or Tony buys the new one, he gets an HDMI cable. Boom. Easy. That's true. Ooh, Easy. Yeah. You you are now now you have the capabilities to capture you're all of your twenty six hundred gameplay. hundred and thirty bucks for a yeah. console that I already right. own and works though is sort of that's paying $130 for an HDMI port. Yes, that's exactly. <laughs> You're gonna, you're gonna get the gold plated cables too to go with them. This Atari is old enough that it has a box with a physical slider switch to say whether you were transferring from the, the game system or the cable box. It also has two cables with metal forked prongs yeah that you would screw onto the back of the TV for the signal. That yeah. now I see why it's a lot of effort. Totally. Yeah, so I so thought we, it was just like a plug and play. No, back I could plug in just the cables, but yeah, it's yeah. But yeah, it was the equivalent. If you did have cable, you had a slider switch. It was like it's the equivalent today if you've ever had an HDMI splitter. Same thing. Oh, okay. it's like how can we get multiple things hooked up? You know, suddenly, suddenly with the VCR and with game consoles, you're like, I've got multiple things plugged into my TV, you know? Oh, yeah, well, to record. You got to remember, Winston, a lot of old TVs, you'd plug in a peripheral like uh, VCR or a game console. There were no like input channels separate from the regular channels of the TV. That's right. I remember. Yeah. You go to channel three. Channel three or channel four. Yeah. 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 You had to specify that. One of my favorite movies, Scarface, there was a tie in video game uh, for Scarface where Brian, you've seen Scarface, right? The movie, I didn't know there was yeah. a video game on what platform? Yeah. PS uh one? PS2. Two. PS2. Two, I so believe. they came out PS... with a Scarface video game. Yeah. So oh, funny geez. enough. So so at the end of Scarface, Tony Montana got shot up and died, right? Like he yes. fell in the pool and everything. Uh in the game, 
he didn't die. He got shot up, but he was wearing a vest. So now you play as Tony Montana trying to rebuild his entire empire all the way from scratch. From and the then, end of, oh, wow. Yeah, and so it's funny. There's like missions where you would drive around with a pet tiger in your car. <laughs> and it's just like, it's so stupid, but I love it. That was one of my favorite games to play when I was growing up. Again, very desensitized. Yeah, yeah, a lot of violence. Yeah. Young yeah. Winston playing uh, How to Rebuild a Drug Empire in Miami. That's fantastic. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> speaking, speaking of all these games, here's a topic that I mentioned to you two earlier that I think would be fun to talk about. It's back to school season, and oh. my, my brain, despite not having kids of my own, yeah. is on school. One of, I think, probably all of our favorite times at school would be gym class. And I thought it would be fun to reminisce about about gym class in school. Is there a certain question that you well, want to ask? Let, was well, there a certain, was there a favorite activity that when they, like you showed up to gym class and like, we're doing this today and you're like well, yeah. freaking mm-hmm. right. Awesome. Okay. Well, the, the two things that we had were the rope climb where you fully had a rope suspended from the gymnasium ceiling. Yeah. And you had to climb to the top of the rope and then Uh also the pull-up test. Go do pull-ups to see how many you can do. Did you guys have those? I didn't have the pull-up test. We had a rope, but the rope was only in it while I was in middle school because apparently some kid that was in high school was climbing the rope and fell and broke his leg in the gymnasium. So they were like, yeah, we're getting rid of it. So the rope was still there. You're just not allowed to climb on it. And there was no classes for it. Because I had the opposite. I had oh, no rope, yeah. but I had to pull up bar in something that we called the presidential physical fitness. Yeah, test. Ronald Reagan. There's an the episode pres- of this. The is, this is going to be so over this. Winston's head because he didn't grow up here. Yeah. What is what is that? The presidential physical fitness test was a series of physical tests that you would be measured on as to how well you could do, and then. There were like two levels that you could achieve, but things included like pull-ups or your time on running the mile. I think you yeah. had all those things, right? Yeah. This Ronald Reagan, I, I believe, rolled this out to all the schools and it was like a big deal. Like they're going to see how fit America is. So they rolled out these <laughs> tests to all the schools and you had all these things you had to do. So, uh, yeah, we were subjected to like how many how many sit ups can you do in a minute? How many pull ups can you do? How fast can you run a mile? Yeah, it was it was sweeping the nation. 1984, 85, maybe the 1940s and 50s is the origin <laughs> of the test. So it's really? been around I- for a while. I'm trying to Reagan, see if I can Reagan find a list PR of the program checklist. While you're looking that up, Tony, I'll say oh this. Boy. I didn't have that, but I have the fitness gram pacer test. Have what you is that? Heard? It's a multi-stage aerobic capacity test. And this is like, this is something they say. And even now it's being memed by the kids all the time. And it's like, because every kid my age experienced it and we all hated it. And I think it's like you're running back and forth. It's a 20, 20 meter pacer test, okay. um, but it's in 30 second intervals. Yeah. The the presidential fitness test is comprised of six activities. You had curl ups, which are ah, just sit ups, sit ups. Yes. Yeah. Everybody laid on the floor and you had a partner that like yeah. kneeled on oh, your, your feet. Legs, yeah. Yep. And if you were lucky, you had a mat. If not, don't wear jeans. Nope. You were just oh, God. on the hard gym floor. Yeah. Um, Pull ups, push ups, my nemesis, the sit and reach. And Brian, back me up here. We had these, they were like specialized boxes. So you'd put this box, this wooden box with this board that came over the top of it against the wall. And you put your feet against the end of the box with this overhang over your feet. And there was a roller on it. 
And then you sat straight legged and saw how far you could reach to yes. your toes or past your toes. Yeah. For those at like... home, Tony said ruler, not roller. Yes. <laughs> oh, I heard roller. The pencil, the Pennsylvania came out. Sorry. <laughs> no, yes. And, and but... it was basically, yeah, how far you could stretch forward to your toes, right? Or past your toes if you past were really toes, flexible. Yes. I, I, was, I was never that guy. You had the one mile endurance run. And something similar to what you're talking about, Winston, was a 30 foot shuttle run. Oh, yeah. Which we used. So you had two ends 30 feet apart. Yeah. And we used like chalkboard erasers. Oh, and you'd okay. start at one oh, end. Yeah. And you'd hit. Yeah. You'd run to one end, pick up an eraser, come back, drop it, come back to the end, pick the second eraser up, come back and drop it. And you were timed on how fast you could do that. Oh, yeah. geez. No, that's a little different from the one I, I did. It's mine is terrible. Were you emotionally scarred? I think every kid that ever had to do it is scar. So, Tony, did um, you have to do pull-ups in front of the class? And, Winston, did you have to climb to the top of the rope in front of the class? No, remember? Uh, some kid broke his leg oh, yeah, and he yeah, got rid was, of it. But it was there. But up until he broke his uh, leg, people were doing it? Yeah. Because I remember seeing – so, okay, I went to a private school. So the middle school and the high school and the elementary school all share one gym because we were poor. We didn't get government funding, you know. And so we all share a gym and it's the gym is also next to the cafeteria. So you can walk into the cafeteria and see what's happening in the gym. And so, <laughs> like, I re- yeah, gym. exactly. And I remember like going in and they, they had a pad down and everything. There was a mat that, you know, if they fell, they could fell on the mat. Yeah. But yeah, anyway, some kid totally fell and broke his leg because I remember seeing him and he was walking around on crutches. And I was like, all right. And uh. And ever since then, they got rid of it. So when I got to high school, we never got the chance to climb it. It was to the point where they didn't even let the rope hang because the kids would come and mess with it. So they like got a ladder, went up and just retied the rope at the top of the freaking gymnasium. But yeah, like other than that, like I, I never I never got a chance to experience it. Meanwhile, our gym class would be split for that day between boys and girls. So the girls did not do pull-ups. They did in like an endurance hang. Oh, so you, oh yeah. you, they, they'd yeah. hold up to their yes. chin and see how long you could see hold how long there. you could hang from the bar. I think we did that too. Guys actually. guys had to actually do and it was... No, I think it was, un- I think I think it was, it was underhand. Yeah, I, I think, think it was, was underhand. Like, yeah. And yeah. you just saw how many you could do in front of everybody else, yeah, which was oh, that was the humiliating. thing in front of the whole class. Yeah. yeah. And it was just like if you had a friend or if you were the unfortunate person who was maybe overweight, and it was yeah. just like it sucked to watch those people go up there because just like you know and they know, they're like, I'm gonna yeah. get up there, I'm gonna grab that bar, I'm not getting one. <laughs> It's yeah. one is not happening. And you just had to like struggle and strain for a few seconds and then drop down and be like, that's all I got, man. <laughs> so you, you get fa- like, and then walk back you? to the rest of the group of everybody else watching. And it's just like, you got to do walk of shame. Ugh. It was, I mean, there was, there were a lot of things in grade school that I remember that you did in front of a class. Like you, you know, but guess what? That's life. You know, yeah. sometimes uh. you're good at stuff and sometimes you suck. Yeah. And you're fair. not good at everything. What are you going to nope. do? These days, but you, you get you get graded for it. Like if you if you don't, yeah. Well, you don't, just, like we you didn't can't get do like, one. Jim Jim for us was like a pass fail. You didn't get oh. an A B C grade, so that didn't really like you participated. So that was all that was really required. Okay. If you did well enough on all of these things, like you got like a certificate at the end of the year, and there was like mm-hmm. different. 
there was at least two different levels that you could get a certificate for of like how well you did on this and nobody gave a rat's behind about what yeah. you got and it's not, <laughs> no one's bringing it up on freaking job resumes they're like yeah, you can only you only we're only hiring people here that you know pass the physical fitness i scored <laughs> the president's fitness test yeah. uh, check out pull those, those pull those out and see how well it's doing for you now it says here you only did uh no pull-ups so uh you're, you're a great candidate but you know what we're looking for it. death's job so you're hired yeah. <laughs> oh it's hilarious but did, um, you, did anybody have a favorite thing that when they're like, this yeah. is what we're doing today? Freaking dodgeball. Dodgeball. Absolutely. So fun. Dodgeball. It was everybody's yeah. favorite. It was so fun. It was even better when it would be one of those like days where you can play against a teacher. So it would be all student. Oh, our teachers teacher. never played. <laughs> oh, it wasn't. No, it wasn't like it wasn't gym class day, but it was. It would be like yeah. one of the day at beginning of the school year, and we would like be able to play against a teacher. That was really fun. Like that's what I enjoy. Now, um, did did you guys have? I, I assume classic dodgeball rules. You got two teams, one on either side of the gym. You're mm-hmm. throwing balls at the other team. Correct. Yes. Yeah. If you How catch the ball while they toss it, if they're you, out, right? Yes. If you catch yeah. it, they're either out. If you get hit and it bounces off, you're out. Yeah. And I mean, you know, We're how fast either... can I chuck this at someone's head? That's yeah. That's We're all. Either of you lucky enough to play the variant that my school did with that, we then brought to our church youth group, which was called German Dodgeball. <laughs> This, uh, this I don't listen to, to, to absolve me of any wrongdoings that I'm about to say. They but... shows up in SS uniform <laughs> to play dodgeball. Yeah. Everybody wore armbands. No. Um, <laughs> German dodgeball was a variant. There was no teams. It was every man for themselves. Oh, the entire for all. Oftentimes, it would we had two gym classes going at a time, so we had half of the gym, and we had like this hard divider wall yeah. that we'd like separate the gym <clears throat> with. But German dodgeball was every man for themselves. There was like maybe two or three dodgeballs that would be used at once, not not very many. Yeah, but it was sort of ultimate frisbee rolls, where if you had the dodgeball, you couldn't move. You could pivot on one foot. Right. Oh, you, there yeah, was there yeah. was no running. Yeah. There was no moving. Yeah. In order to move. The ball had to leave your hand. So what you do is you throw it against the wall and bounce it off a wall and catch it. And that's how you move. You hit somebody, they're out. They caught the ball, you're out. out. Yeah. People would hold balls and use them as shields for when someone would throw it at you. And you'd bounce it (laughs) off the ball and that didn't count. But so someone threw the ball, they hit you, you go sit against the wall. The game was only over when there was one man standing. Yeah. Last man standing always. Yeah. But you could get back into the game because you had to keep an eye on who got you out. Because, Winston, you hit me with a ball. I go sit against the wall and I sit and watch the game. But I'm paying attention to you because if you get out, everyone that you got out is now back in the game. Oh, that's so (laughs) So in order to win, you had to hit everybody. Oh, man. That's insane. (laughs) Yeah. Such a great game. It was you because that for it was hours. Not, it was so good because yeah. it was not like oh, all right, this I, they're all coming all all throws are coming from this end of the gym. They were coming from everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> you had you had to have your head on a swivel, and sometimes you get beamed right in the back of the head, and it was just like you had to you had to go sit against the wall with your friend and be like, my vision's blurry. Did you see who hit me? <laughs> yeah, I mean it, uh, it was a real chance of bodily yeah. harm, and that was accepted. Yeah. That was uh, part of the reason you. That it was, was high the stakes. thrill of the game, yeah. though. You're yeah. just like. If I'm not careful, I may get beamed in the back of the head and hit nuts at the same time. And there's nothing you can do about it. <laughs> right. 
Have so yeah, what happened children. if two people hit you at the same time? Then what do you do? You probably just pick which pick one you thought or, hit you okay. first and yeah. hope that they got out soon that you could get back in. Is yeah. this too violent? They don't play this anymore. I'll have to check I with think my they children. Do. Yeah. Seems, I yeah. don't I don't know. My mother works at the elementary school that I went to school at, but I don't You'll have to ask her, her to ask some playing, like co-workers at yeah, the high school. Still playing dodgeball? Yeah. No, I'm sure they man, still play we, dodgeball, but are they still playing German dodgeball? We we we, we had a lawsuit ever since that boy's eyes didn't uncross <laughs> or, <laughs> fell, or fell out. Um, I have so many gym stories. There was a there was a rumor that one of our middle school gym teachers had a glass eye, and people would <laughs> oh, at least so fun. multiple times a year try to hit this older middle aged man in the back of the head with a basketball or something to see if they could oh, knock his glass God. eye out. I don't know uh, that he did. Kids and are this horrible. Poor man's head got balls <laughs> thrown at it. Just periodically, every year. I felt so bad. That's so messed up. I, okay, I so... forgot about that till you just said eyes and gym. He, he literally yeah. could just be walking. <laughs> and just chucked on the back of the head. But so... you got to admit, gym class teachers are a weird breed of people. They're, they're always either really fit or morbidly obese. <laughs> It's something, like, and, and something about a gym class teacher has them sitting on a bleachers eating fruit. <laughs> I had so many gym teachers that just like ate. They were fruit healthy, man. Constantly, door. I'm like, what? Are you, what are you doing, man? Like you're like not burning like off a single and you're calorie. Eating, you're eating like a whole peach over on the bleach. Like, what are you yeah. doing? Healthy That's snacking, hilarious. man. He's a good <laughs> example of healthy snacking. Yeah. Did you guys so. shower in gym class? We didn't have a shower, no. so we just stinked up the whole school instead. Okay, so it lathered so that... the deodorant back on, and no, you know what yeah. it was? Okay. You know what it was? Axe body spray. Axe body oh spray gosh, mixed with yeah. pus. That wasn't, oh that my wasn't, god, that wasn't around yet. We had yeah. polo cologne to drown out our funk, but we we actually showered in gym class. How how awkward is that? Like putting a bunch of like seventh and eighth graders in the shower together. Yeah, you guys and have shower with school. your gym teacher? Is that just me? <laughs> no, 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 no. Your fellow, your fellow students. Your, yeah, is... Winston's, Winston's going. Your gym, your gym teacher didn't come rub you down afterwards. Yeah, that's yeah. weird. Oh, all right, <laughs> I thought it was a universal experience, yeah. but I yeah. <laughs> didn't tell you to come into their office. <laughs> oh, jeez. I did. Also, my my freshman year of high school is where I got one of my first nicknames. Oh god. My my first like great organic nickname cuz a good a good nickname you don't pick yourself. Yeah. No. no. Yeah. You don't get to pick your own nickname and I showed up again. I'm a scrawny little kid, freshman yeah. and it was just like it was a multi-class gym class. So it was not just freshmen in this class, there was juniors and seniors. <laughs> you had to get changed for gym class and I don't wear good clothes, so I had some old vacation shirt of my parents that from the time that they had went to Puerto Rico, <laughs> and since none of the upperclassmen knew who I was or cared who I was, that instantly became my nickname for the rest of the year. Puerto and Rico or just Rico? It, well, it was Puerto Rico for the longest time, and then they just shortened it to Rico. <laughs> and I, still, I still have a good friend. Uh, I haven't so spoken funny. to this guy forever. My, I had a friend, Jesse. That uh, still refers to me as Rico. If I that's see him. Yeah. so funny, Love uh, freaking if, Rico. If we had more time, uh, I'd go into I'd go into the song Rico Suave right now. But that's exactly song. what I was thinking of too. Uh, do you know you know that song Rico Suave? Oh yeah, because then I was just like, can I? Can we go from Puerto Rico to Rico? And can I swing a Rico Suave? And I went, 
I just looked in the mirror and I went, not a chance. <laughs> not no a chance. No, it's, it's okay. not ever going to happen. I don't so, even wish it. Th- that's amazing that you know that. So for Winston and all the people who don't know what the hell we're yeah. talking about when we reference Rico Suave, in the uh, 90s, I guess, suddenly uh, Americans, America's pop music is getting more diverse. Hold on. And... When, when did you say? 90s or was that late 80s? Okay, no, no. I thought you said 70s. It is 1990. Rico Suave. 1990. There we go. Rico Suave. Gerardo. Gerardo. Yes. So suddenly there's this, it's like rap, but it's also like Vanilla Ice brand rap. It's oh, like, God. it's like when that's it, Vanilla Ice is penetrating the landscape and all the white people suddenly <laughs> are into rap music and hip hop. Gerardo had this song called Rico Suave where he looks like he's... You just have to Google Gerardo. Just uh, Winston, jo- Google Gerardo Rico Suave to see what this guy looks like. And it was Ronaldo this. Cro- to be fair, he's Ecuadorian. <laughs> he's not an American. So you got to give him, he's like international. You give him some leeway, but. Well, that's what I mean. It's this crossover hit where he, he's like rapping and then he'll do a verse in Spanish. But the whole chorus was like. Rico. Rico, suave, and and suddenly he got the long hair with the bandana. Yeah, he's like he's like the Ecuadorian version of Fabio. It's like that's hilarious. And this was a thing, and suddenly this song was everywhere. This really bad rap ish like song, and people were yeah singing. Everybody know from that era who heard it knows Rico Suave. Yeah, not me for sure. Not you, like for his. You didn't know his... who Two Live Crew was, so I don't expect you to know who Gerardo is. Gerardo's <laughs> 15 Minutes in the Sun made him super cool. Yes. Like, he was he was cool for a moment. A moment, yeah. I hope he invested well. I mean, probably, we could probably a string of no. Yeah. Um, right said Fred, is he still making money off I'm Too uh, Sexy? Okay, Winston. Oh, God. Do you know the song I'm Too Sexy? I'm Too Sexy for my shirt. Shirt so sexy it hurts, and I am too sexy for Milan. Too sexy for Milan. I know I'm sexy, and I know it. I should. No, no, no. Oh no, I do know that song. Now that's okay. totally I do know okay. it. Yeah. Right, said Fred. Good, because that that's what that. See, I thought that would be like the two live crew. Like, if you know who I'm too sexy, it, you know, if you know that song, then you would also know me so horny by two live crew. But no, see, I've it's, given I've it's given up layers on of clothing, Gerardo. <laughs> <laughs> not wearing a shirt but wearing a red blazer um hey right, right said fred mesh tank tops <laughs> <clears throat> fun fact totally non sequitur i uh I, I met carrot top one time in a club in orlando he was wearing a mesh tank top a mesh oh, half shirt it was a mesh shirt but it was it was a mesh half shirt he's and weird because he was... he's freaking jacked now he yes he was definitely he looks like if you said something wrong to him he'd punch yeah. your head off your shoulders yeah but he's like four foot five so he probably hits you in the midsection he's yeah not... but yeah he he get him an apple I... box and he'll punch your head off your shoulders <laughs> <laughs> but actually met him and had conversations with him where he was trying to be funny and yeah it was very it was one of those weird surreal experiences because i'd seen him on you know stand-up routines and then, you know he had he had a moment where he was like you know he was the dane cook of his era <laughs> where he was like cool for a minute everybody loved him and then suddenly he was like cheesy he used a lot of props in his comedy but he was he was a nice guy who wore a mesh tank top and uh yeah 
Yeah, Winston Caretop. No, Winston has no idea who Caretop no, is. No, I have no idea. We've we've lost him. We've gone. Do you know off. Dane Cook? You know Dane Cook? Sound familiar? Oh, oh wow! Love Dane see, Cook. We're, see, we're bringing up too many things to go in and explain at this at the end of the episode yeah. of just yeah, like seriously. all of these things that that now I'm like wondering what the what the what the time the cutoff is because if Tony if I know about them and Tony knows about them but Winston doesn't know about them there's 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 a there's a cutoff there of when that cultural slash was well yeah but you know I was I was certainly born in. I was born at the end of the 90s and raised in the early 2000s. So there's still a large gap between me and Tony, I feel. Right? Well, plus you had 11. Okay, yeah. so, so in Vietnam, how much American culture leaked over to Vietnam in the the? I wouldn't know. I was, I was under 12. <laughs> I mean, I know like pop culture stuff-ish. Like I knew I knew Britney Spears. I know okay. about Britney Spears. Okay. Um, I know about Michael Jackson. Um. Because I feel like 1984, I was 10 years old, and I feel like 1984-85 were like humongous pop culture moments in the United States. Yeah, everybody I mean, knew about the Pepsi Challenge. Everybody knew about Michael Jackson, Madonna. I'd love, yeah, I'd love to get into the Pepsi that. Challenge. I had a T-shirt that said, "Have you take the Pepsi Challenge?" I love pop culture stuff, but we'll, we'll save, it save it for next time. We'll save that for next time. time. Yeah, that's a whole different can of worm. Yeah. If um, you took episode. the Pepsi Challenge, let us know. <laughs> Write us a comment. Leave us, leave us a rating wherever you're listening to. Unfortunately, those of you listening uh, on Stitcher, hopefully you found a new platform and haven't completely dropped us. Um, if you were listening on Stitcher, let us know where you're listening to now. That that might be of help to us and to you. We want to thank you for listening. Tell a friend. We plead with you every week. Tell a friend if you're listening. <laughs> we're tell begging. somebody. Hopefully you like us if you're still listening. Tell somebody else that, hey, this good show with these three idiots talking about nothing, you should give it a listen. <laughs> um, Suriname, we're looking at you. Suriname, I don't know who's <laughs> listening down there. I had to look up where you lived, but uh, thanks. <laughs> that sounds <laughs> insane. <laughs> no slights to you, but I'm like, I don't know where that is. If you want to tell us your favorite shirtless one-hit wonder of the 90s, uh, send us an email because we've mentioned a few, but I'm sure there's more. There's always send more. us an email at podcast XYZ. That's XWHYZ at gmail.com. You can also find us on Instagram and on TikTok. We will definitely be posting some of the things um, uh, that we talked about here that need some visual context. <laughs> um, if I get if I get Journey Escape up and running, I'll make oh, a TikTok. Yes. It'll be definitely. up there too. Um, and you can always visit us at our home on the web, podcastxyz.podbean.com for a complete list of everything that we've talked about and links to the things that we talked about. If you want to <laughs> go watch the videos for them and know what the hell we're talking about, I will put links up there. There'll be you easy do. access. Everything from episode one till now is easily linked on there. You can go figure out what we talk about. Thank you for listening again. We do appreciate it. And we will see everybody back in two weeks. See you in two weeks, folks. Yeah. Bye-bye.